She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a small wonder podcast. Today I'm con- <laughs> continuing my coverage of season two. And you know how in November, which was just last month, I covered, I jumped ahead, covered episode 12, which was a Thanksgiving story, because I wanted to cover that in November. Does it make sense to cover a Thanksgiving story in December? So I'm like, all right. So I jumped over episode 11. The Shoplifter, which aired on November 22nd, 1986. There honestly is not much to this summary. It just says, Vicky is caught shoplifting. Let me guess, a misunderstanding and she thinks she can just take whatever she wants. This episode's got a 7.5 out of 10 based on 14 ratings. We got the original, uh, we got Mrs. Fernwald, I'm guessing this has got to be a teacher, right? And then George Murdoch as Mr. Gordon. Maybe he's a shopkeep owner, I don't know. We'll see. This was directed by Leslie H. Martinson. Writer is Bruce A. Taylor. Howard leads the creator, Warren S. Murray, and Bruce Kane. Are there, is there any trivia? There's no trivia. There's no user reviews because 99 times out of 100, you don't get either of those on IMDb with this show. So before I get into the episode, I want to let you know if you're new to the podcast, welcome along on my journey through the first half of season two. I will be concluding season two in 2022 at the end of 2022 and then hopefully starting season three in January of 2023 however with the final two seasons of small wonder you know they weren't released on dvd so I had to find some something and youtube has some episodes now I'm gonna say they're not the bestest quality they're probably taped off a television but I gotta work with what I got I said when I started this podcast back in what was it 2019 that I was gonna cover every episode I'm going in chronological order and a lot of these episodes I I have I, I don't watch them ahead of time. I don't watch them ahead of time because I like to be surprised. I like to just go through it with an open mind as far as my guesses of what I think's gonna happen. And a lot of the time I'm usually wrong. Sometimes I'm right. Also, the podcast has a Facebook page. Just type in Small Wonder Podcast on Facebook. She's a small wonder, a small wonder podcast will pop up. I do this podcast an episode a month. That's kind of how I wanted to do it with my commitment to the Full House, Fuller House podcast and this podcast. And I am currently covering episodes of the new Wonder Years so I can get caught up. That also is going to be available along with the Small Wonder podcast on the Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast. Honestly, iTunes only holds so many episodes of the podcast, so I recommend if you want to start from scratch at the beginning to watch either the six seasons I've covered of the original Wonder Years or episodes of Mr. Belvedere that I've covered, of Elf, Growing Pains, all of that then definitely just go to SoundCloud. That's going to be your best bet to be able to just start listening because I don't even think I have many, if any, Mr. Belvedere episodes on iTunes anymore because I've been doing this podcast of the Wonder, the Looking Back at My Wonder Years podcast for going on f- over four years. I started that in May of 2017. So, yeah. Some of the stuff just disappears from iTunes. I don't know why. So, all right. With that being said, 
let's jump into the shoplifter. I'm curious to see how this episode is going to go. This actually is the second to last episode on the disc, if you're watching along with me, if you happen to get the Small Wonder Season 2 DVD, I think this thing cost me like $50 or more on Amazon because I don't know where else you're going to find it. Let me see if they even have Small Wonder and Small Wonder Season 2. They don't have either of them. My guess, honestly, I bet anything, if you go to eBay... Let me see if they even have that on eBay. Small Wonder Season 2. Let's see if they got it. Uh, they have Season 1, brand new, $25.98. So, yeah, you're looking around $25.22. Well, okay, they do have brand new Season 2 on eBay of Small Wonder for $92.99. You can buy it now. And then $5 for shipping. You're looking at 100 bucks. So that's honestly all I'm seeing of Season 2. Yeah. So, all right. So once I finish the shoplifter, I'm going to be on see how, how many discs are even <laughs> one, two, oh, there's four discs. Okay, great, 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 great. Let's hope nothing ever happens to the season set because I fucked if it does. Those other discs better work or otherwise I am screwed. All right, let's jump into the shoplifter. Damn it. No, I said the shoplifter, not Thanksgiving story. Shut up. <laughs> no! This damn thing. I'm sorry. My fingers are getting all over the place on this remote. Okay, so we opened up the episode. We got Jamie. It's breakfast time, apparently. I wouldn't have known that if John hadn't have said good morning as Ted walks in. <sighs> it's got to be a weekend because he's not dressed for work. He looks like he's dressed to, like go out and run errands or I can't say go for a jog because he really doesn't do that. He is really distracted by whatever he's reading in the newspaper and he asks Vicky to pour him a cup of coffee. What is in this newspaper that Ted is so enthralled, like he's so into? Jamie must really like these cantaloupe melons for breakfast. I don't know. It, my grandpa loved cantaloupe. He really, really did. I tried a piece once. I was just not, not down with it at all. So I, at first I thought this was big because she comes over with the coffee pot. It's like not even half full. And she goes to try to pour it, but she's trying to figure out. And I don't know if it was the character trying to figure out how to pour it. Because the way that Ted has the newspaper positioned right over his coffee cup that's in front of him. Because it's almost like she was trying to like see like where, how, and then she just pours it directly into the cup. So it's going to run down the paper. This is an interesting shot I don't think has ever been done on this show before. We actually have the camera over Ted's shoulder so you see the liquid being poured straight down the paper into the cup. Like it's almost like it's a funnel. And Ted just like looks up from his paper and just kind of rolls his eyes at Vicky. And Jamie's like, oh, very clever, Vicky. Well, he wouldn't move his damn paper. How is she going to get coffee into that cup? Say, move your paper. I thought at first, like, she was trying to think whether it was supposed to go into a different, like, the cup next to his cup. That would have been easier, but. Even Joan finds it hilarious as she's like, that's cute. Well, it's Ted's own fault anyway. Yeah, really, what is so fascinating in the morning paper? Let's find out. Vicky, would you pour me a cup of coffee, please? Pour you a cup of coffee? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. Your paper was in her way. Thank you. What's so fascinating? 
it in the morning paper. Huh? Really? Well, it's this article on children in department store shoplifting. Really? The word shoplifting is not in my memory bank. <laughs> well, shoplifting means taking something without paying for it. It's like cash and carry without the cash. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening to kids nowadays? It says here that children pocket over $2 billion a year in stolen merchandise. Are you serious? No. Holy shit. Pockets must go all the way down to their toes. Apparently. I blame the parents. They should lock them up and throw away the key. What, the kids or the parents? Kids steal in school, too. If you're not careful, they'll steal the lint out of your belly button. Ew. <laughs> so, apparently what Ted is so interested in is it's talking about kids and shoplifting. Apparently kids steal like $2 billion a year worth of merch. Are you shitting my ass? Are you serious? Really? Damn, and the fact that Joe's like, what's with kids today? I'm thinking, this is 1986, almost 87. Yeah, let me double check. When did this episode aired? Um, yeah, it says 86, so we are almost at the end of 1986 for season two. And I'm just thinking, she's like, what is with kids today? I'm thinking... The kids in 86 sound like freaking angels compared to the shit that goes on with kids nowadays. Seriously. I'm Joan, I swear, the shit that kids get up to nowadays would probably turn your fucking hair like white. 86 you didn't have kids eating Tide Pods even though that was what maybe 5 years ago. And kids just shoplifting. They're not like going out and just beating the hell out of the, the store manager and then robbing and they're not looting they're just going around like lifting products and shit like that which that's not good either you're costing stores money because you know I mean insurance only I'm sure covers so much for their store as far as you know property and whatnot well, someone rang the doorbell let's find I, how much you want to bet that it's Harriet although why would she be ringing the... I've said that in the past. She normally comes to the kitchen door. Very rarely, every great once in a while, does she go to the front door. Morning. Remember who I am? Oh, okay, shit! Lady Vicky. Yeah! Hey, oh, my gosh! I guess you remembered my face. Well, no. Yeah, yeah really. Sit down. I'll get my parents. Oh, my gosh. It's that lady who wants us to adopt Vicky. Oh, shit. What does she want? Uh -oh. I hope she didn't find out about the fake documents and the adoption. What else could we do without them finding out? She's a robot. Jamie, keep Vicky in here. Right, Dad. I never... That... Oh, my gosh. I did not expect that lady to be there. I, I, I totally even forgot her name. Mrs. Fern, Fernwell or Fernweld or Fernwald. That's her name. So, yeah, I had no idea. I totally forgot about her. When the hell was the last time we saw her? Season one? Because I thought, yeah, there's like an, yeah, there's an episode, okay, where they did the adoption. That was in, I thought my head's in my ass now. That was season one. They did the whole adoption dealy, right? That would have been episode uh, uh, 10. Yeah. And then um, I think we first see her in the Neighbors episode, don't we? No, that's not it. Where the hell? The sitter, the suitor, the sibling rivalry... The lie. I s let me go back. I swear we've seen this lady. She, I think she comes around one more. Kelly Britt. Okay. So from 85 to 88. So she's clearly going to be showing up another time after this. The hug a bunch. I can't remember. Those are dolls, right? Okay. Holy shit. She's in five episodes. Okay. She was in episode 10 and 11, so Adoption and Child Genius. That's in season one. In season two, she's in The Shoplifter, and then an episode called Look Into My Eyes, which is episode 20. This lady, damn. And then, of course, season three's 
towards the end of season three, I'll drink to that. Okay. So, yeah. And the lady, when Jamie opens the door, he's surprised. Like, oh, yeah. She's like, you remembered my face. And he's like, no, I remembered your hat. Apparently she finds this bewildering. Like, lady, it's been a hot minute since the last time you darkened your doorstep. We're not going to remember you. So he's like, all right, let me go get my folks. Yeah, you're the one who helped us adopt Vicky. So Jamie's like, hey, it's that lady that helped us adopt Vicky. Oh, Joan and Ted cannot get out of their chairs fast enough. They are freaking out. What if, you know, they figure out she's a robot, you know, the documents, the papers that we had and everything, you know, they had to falsify documents. And they're scared that they've been found out that Vicky's a robot, which I, um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. It's like, I'm curious to find out why in the hell is this woman there? So let's find out, shall we? Let's find, I want to know, like, why is she here? Why do we keep having to see this? It's like she's coming along whenever the family's just going okay with their life and whatnot. And now it's just like, what? She's there to, like, mess things up or cause trouble or something. Oh, God. To what do we owe this unexpected surprise, Mrs. Vernaloff? Not that you are always welcome. <laughs> of course. Is there a problem with Vicky? Oh, no, no, no. The Department of Family Services just likes to check up periodically. Of course they do. Of adopted children. See if everybody's happy. <laughs> well, I'm happy. <laughs> Joan, are you happy? Uh, very happy. Yeah. <laughs> How about Vicky? Oh, she couldn't be happier. <laughs> Where is she? Then I'm happy, too. Phil <laughs> well, wants to see her. Well, we're all going to see. Oh, thank you. Oh, Mrs. Lawson, I assume that you've kept up your teaching credentials and that you're still tutoring Vicky here at home? Oh, yes. That, well, I'm afraid, though, that happy Vicky's still much too shy a child to go to public school. Uh, right, Ted? Oh, right. But she is smart as a whip. I can honestly say she's got a brain like a computer. So she does. <laughs> well, dropping by also gives me the opportunity to bring this. What is it? A gift? Oh, is her birthday? Is that a book? But I saw my birthday. No, it's for Vicky. Yeah. Vicky? Her birthday. Uh, on the adoption papers, you stated that today is Vicky's birthday. Oh, shit. Oh, right. Right. Uh, I forgot about it. Whoops. Do tell me you've forgotten your own daughter's birthday. No, never. But it just looks that way because, uh, well, you tell it, Ted. No, dear, you're doing just fine. Oh, shit. Uh. Oh, uh, well, because I, because we're just pretending to ignore it. Yes, and actually, we're planning a surprise party today, and we just didn't want her to get suspicious about it. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I just found out myself. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, please give her this, and I'll be on my way. She didn't oh, even yeah. ask to see her. I thought. Why don't I come back for the party? No! <laughs> Dang it! Come back for the party. Mm. <laughs> well, that's not necessary, Mrs. Fernwald. I mean, we don't want to inconvenience you. <laughs> oh, not at all. I love children's birthday parties. <laughs> must be very busy, Mrs. Fernwald. <laughs> Never too busy for all my children, especially those with birthday parties. <laughs> then I guess we'd love to have you. <laughs> Wonderful. What time is the party? What time would you like it to be? <laughs> what time would you like it to be? Whoops. What time did we decide on, dear? Oh, I, all of this and neither were the Lawsons like <laughs> I, I get it she wants to check up on you know the adoptions you know the kids she's placed in the homes it's standard procedure I'm sure you know and you want to make sure these kids are still uh, doing good 
the fact that she didn't even ask to see Vicky, but I mean, and she even remembered that Vicky's, that's, she showed up on Vicky's birthday, not her adoption day anniversary, but her birthday. And Ted and Joan were like, oh, that's right. Yeah, no, we didn't forget. No, um, we're just um, keeping it a surprise so she doesn't get suspicious. And, of course, you know, uh, Mrs. Fermol does ask that Joan is keeping up her teaching credentials because she's tutoring Vicky home. And, of course, Joan says, well, Vicky's still far too shy to, you know, be uh, incorporated or whatever, um, integrated out fucking know into public school so uh yeah um yeah she's got a wrapped gift looks like a book it it definitely looks like a wrapped book so now they gotta throw a surprise birthday party for vicky for her quote-unquote birthday oh boy And here they thought they'd have nothing to do this Saturday or Sunday, whatever day. It's not, it's definitely not a weekday because Jamie's not in school. So, yeah, the lady's going to stop by for the birthday party. Great. Well, see, I told you the synopsis only says that Vicky shoplifts. So this is going to look great when the lady comes back. What's she going to shoplift? Oh, yeah, and even Joan said the whole, like, it's kind of like when Vicky asks what shoplifting is, Joan says it's kind of like cash and carry without the cash, basically. Yeah, without the cash. So, yeah, what are they going to do? Now they're going to make some. <laughs> they got to make a party for Vicky. they got to go find people to pretend to be her friends. Because, you know, they pretty much keep Vicky in the house. So not many people other than Reggie and Harriet, you know, people outside the family, that, you know, and... Um, Warren, you don't know about Vicky, so, yeah. Now, how are we supposed to put together a surprise party at such short notice? I don't know. Surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Hallie's Comet. Hallie's Comet. Well, she just socked him in the ch- chest cavity. Alright, so now we're going to a department store? Why? what we call a department store. A department store. This will be a good learning experience for you. You know what we're going to do here? Yes, we're going to shoplift. Hell no! No! No, we're just going to shop. we got to buy you a present so the party will look real to Mrs. Fernwald. First, we'll do a little browsing. Is there something you want, young lady? I'm just doing a little browsing. (laughs) Wow, Vicky, look at all these gold watches. I wouldn't know which one to pick. Why would she need a watch? No, no, why do you say that to her? Damn it, Jamie. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, you gotta stop using so. Wow, look at that one with all the diamonds. It's ugly. I'll bet Mom would sure like to have that for her birthday. Shit, Jamie, why are you telling Mom her would that? Mom sure like to have that for her birthday. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> Damn it, Jamie! Right out in the open. That guy saw. You know he must have seen. Okay, <laughs> I got a couple things to say about this. They're going into a little department store, which is basically just one room with jewelry and maybe some clothing and, you know, shit like that. Why, if you're buying a gift for a kid, I didn't see anything that any kid would want. And the fact that Jamie's going over by the watches, they're all ladies' watches, by the way. And I think it's a ladies' department also. It's like, oh, I don't know what one to get. I would like the whole display case. Of course, he still, this family does not know how to 
use things so literally because Vicky takes things literally. Like, oh, the whole display case, she goes over and lifts it up, and Jamie's like, no, no, put it down. Mind you, there are people there, and, you know, they're just mingling, walking around and stuff, so no one actually saw her lift this up. But I can guarantee someone probably saw her lift that because that watch that Jamie's like, oh, I bet Mom would like this one with all the diamonds for her birthday. No, we're just focusing on Vicky's fake birthday. Because when they go into the department store, it's like, we got to get you a gift so it makes it, you know, look real for this big party that we're uh, planning doing for you. And this guy, after Jamie's like, all right, let's just mingle. Let's just, you know, look around, browse and stuff. You know, basically we're shopping with our eyes. We're not actually, so... This guy kind of hones on hones in on Vicky's probably the store manager like hi young lady can I help you with something and she's like no I'm just browsing thank you and then she kind of looks around like da, 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 da. so of course they must have left that um display case unlocked of course because she was able to like open it simple simple and just pull out the watch oh my gosh. So, I would think, I mean, if you were going to shop for a kid, you probably, like, what is this kid supposed to be into? She's, what, 11, 10, 11 at this point? Let's go to a toy store. Just, you, it doesn't have to be Toys R Us, but just, you, they could have, like, put, like, kid stuff in this department store, too. Like, you have a kid section with kid toys. You're looking at lady stuff. She's not Joan's age. She's 10. She ain't gonna be into diamond-studded watches and you know, stuff like that. And I think, I mean, the fact that, because she takes the watch and puts it in her pinafore pocket, you know, her front apron on her dress. I'm like, I thought that guy was going to get her there right then and there. Like, young lady. Like, she was going to set off an alarm or something like that. I don't know when stores got security alarms, whether it was in 86 or before or after. Think with all, I mean, the fact that there's even an article in the paper about kids shoplifting, you'd think they'd be trying to up security, have security guards, someone there watching to catch these kids. Or if not that, then a security alarm. But then you'd have to tag all your merchandise and everything. <laughs> She's got a box full of, like, uh, party supplies. talking about giving Vicky a surprise birthday party. No. No, I just have noticed your geranium seed watering. <laughs> but now that you've totally got the party, what time can I thank you? Ugh. Well, Harriet, I have a party, Emily, you know. <laughs> Great. Okay, it's at four o'clock. And you don't have to bring a gift if you don't want to. Good, because I don't want it. Of course not. She'll just bring herself. Okay, so Harriet comes to the front door, and <laughs> she just assumed that because Harriet was walking under their kitchen window that she heard about the whole surprise part birthday party for Vicky. When I thought that, too, I thought, you know, she kind of beat Joan, beat her to the punch. Like, oh, yeah, you heard about this surprise party. So, no, I just noticed that your geraniums needed to be watered. So, yeah, Joan put her foot in her mouth there, like... Okay, um, if you want, you can come to the party. It's at four. You don't have to bring a gift if you don't want to. And Harriet's like, I don't want to, but I will. And she's saying how she's a party animal. It's like, great, great. Oh. Well, <coughs> if this is a birthday party, <coughs> isn't that lady going to wonder why Vicky doesn't have any friends? I mean, at least you have one body that's not related show up at least. Although Harriet, being the big mouth that she is, she would probably give it away. No, oh, I've never seen Vicky leave the house. <laughs> or the yard by that. Yeah. Okay, so does Jamie know that Vicky lifted that watch? I'm kind of curious because they're coming in the back door now. Guess what I ended up buying you for your birthday, Vicky? I'm not programmed to guess. Well, I asked 
me. Did you get me something I can use? Did you get me something I can use? No. <laughs> I got you something I can use. Oh, yeah, of course you will buy something oh, yourself. I birthday. I got mom a birthday present. What? The birthday present you wanted to get her. Children are responsible for shoplifting over $2 billion a year. <laughs> if Dad finds out, he's going to kill me and take you apart. I don't know Come about on, that. Maybe we can put it back before they notice it's gone. Yeah, right. Too little, Bye. too late. Bye. Of course, this is such a Jamie move because it's like, hey, why don't you guess what I got you for your birthday, Vicky? Because he's holding a wrapped gift. And she's like, I'm not programmed to guess. And he's like, well, just ask me, did you get me something that I could use? And she asks that, and he's like, no, I actually got you something I could use. Because it's typical Jamie, right? And then Vicky mentions how she, she got something that Jamie wanted to get Joan for her birthday. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And she lifts out the watch and says, kids are shoplifting like $2 billion a year or something to that effect. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, Dad's going to kill me and then take you apart if they find out this happened. So now they got to go back to the department store and hope to put the damn watch back where it was before the store manager gets wind of this. I think this is going to be a lot harder than he thinks it's going to be. You can't just walk in there nonchalant. Da, 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 cause a, like, Jamie, okay, Jamie's going to cause a distraction, I'm guessing. And then that way Vicky can, or he say, Vicky, cause a distraction. I'm going to go slip this watch back in its place. Odds are that lock, thing's going to be locked, and there's no way in hell he's going to be able to get it open, and they're going to get caught. And then, let me, yeah, let's just go with that. Because Joan comes in to the kitchen, blowing up a balloon. She's like, hi, and Jamie's like, bye, see ya. <laughs> she lets go of the balloon and just like, peters out across the room. All right, let's see how this is going to go down. Why do you act natural? Just act casual, like I do. You're being too damn obvious. Well, I see you're back. Who? The old man looks familiar. We're just trying to make up our minds about a present. Okay, Vicky. You put the watch back in the case, and I'll go do something to attract everybody. That's what I kind of figured he was going to do. That case is going to be locked. Oh, he's pretending to choke. What's the matter, little boy? Are you sick? If I wasn't, would I be doing this? Malaria. Pretend you're having an asthma attack. Go. Shit! She's been caught. She's been caught. Are you feeling better now? No, lady. You're looking at a dead man. So, yeah, they come into the store, peep their heads in the door, and then it's like, all right, look. We're just going to, you know, pretend that we're browsing, okay? Just, just, instead of, we're going to act casual. La, 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 you know, looking this way and that. Then the old man, manager, is like, hello, again, young lady. Are you just browsing today? And she's like, no, we're acting casual. So Jamie's like, all right, look, Vicky, this is what we're going to do. So he hands her the watch, says, I'll distract, and you go and put the watch back in the case. Apparently, the watch case is still unlocked. Jamie, like, grabs his throat like he's choking, throws himself onto the floor. He's like, <laughs> you know, acting like, oh, my man Larry is acting up. 
malaria, really, just pretend you're having, you'll look like you're having an asthma attack. Or some shit like that. Or, well, Jamie's not a good actor, so I wouldn't recommend him try to pretend he is having a seizure because that is just horrible. Um, he's like, oh my gosh, young, this lady's like, oh my gosh, little boy, are you okay? Are you sick? And he, James is like, well, if I was, would I not be, you know, grabbing at its throat and everything? So we see Vicky put the watch back just as a hand comes and grabs her wrist. Like, I got you, you little thief. I'm like, oh, shit. That old man was watching. Oh, yeah. Well, and the fact that that article's in the newspaper, yeah. So, you know, this is not going to go over well. My guess is they're going to be escorted home by a police officer or or they're going to be calling from jail. So, either way, something's going to, one of these two things is going to happen. Or I could, again, be completely wrong. Mm, she's getting ready for the party. It could be much of a party when only one kid shows up. This looks terrific. Oh, thanks. Listen, I had a terrible time trying to buy Vicky a birthday present. I mean, what do you get for an 11-year-old robot who has nothing? She's not a robot to me. I feel like she's her own real 11-year-old daughter. Yeah, you. Oh. At any rate, I got her this cute little dress. Look at that, huh? huh? Cute. <laughs> oh, there she is. The party. Yep. Oh, there's a... Cake and ice cream treats. Hey, is that the punch bowl that your mother borrowed from me six months ago? Yes, I'm returning it. That's my present. Uh, yeah, great, thanks. Uh, you remember our neighbor's daughter, Harriet? Hi, Mrs. Turnall. Hi there, cutie. Looks like you have more freckles and less teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yep, Hello. they're at the police station. Jamie, where are you? Yes. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, boy. She did what? Stop, stop, stop. She's right. Uh, no, 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 Jamie. Just... Uh, just, just stay, stay, stay calm. I'll be right there. Yeah. <clears throat> what is it? Where, where's Jamie and Vicky? Where? Uh, well, uh, he's just, they're just having a little money trouble buying Vicky's birthday presents. No problem, honey. I'll go down and work it out. <clears throat> uh, honey, could I see you in the kitchen for a moment, please? Sure. Well, you'll just excuse us, you know, kids nowadays. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Firmwald shows up. She's got that gift for Vicky. Harriet shows up. She's got a punch bowl that apparently the Brindles borrowed six months ago. And Harriet's like, yeah, that's what I, I'm returning it. It's, it's your gift. And Ted even actually buys, you know, what do you get for an 11-year-old robot that has nothing? And he got her a dress. We don't see it. Maybe we'll see it later. So, of course, Jamie ends up calling home. I called it. He's at the police station. And Ted, of course, Mrs. Firmwald is there, so he really can't be getting too, like, oh, my gosh, she did what? You know, he kind of did a little bit, but then he completely, like, gathers his composure. Like, don't worry, don't worry. I'll you stay where you are. I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> and I like the cover that he does... You know, to tell Joan, like, well, they had a little money issue getting uh, Vicky a gift, so I'm just going to go down there and straighten it out. Honey, Joan, can you please uh, come with me to the kitchen? And, of course, you know, Joan had mentioned about Harriet. Like, oh, Miss Firmwald, you remember Harriet? Yeah, it's like, oh, Harriet, you got some more freckles and less teeth. Well, kids lose teeth and then they grow adult ones. That's just life. So, Ted, like, yanks Joan into the kitchen. And then leaving Mrs. Fernwald and Harriet by themselves. Like, oh, you're Vicky's little playmate. Okay. And Harriet's like, yeah, I really like Vicky a lot. She's the only other girl I know that I like better than myself. Okay. Great. <laughs> so you're Vicky's little playmate. Yes. I like Vicky a lot. She's the only girl I know that I like better than myself. <laughs> but she is weird. Weird? Oh, great, of course. It's nosy, it's gonna spell. Tell me more. Weird. 
What? I must have accidentally programmed Vicky to shoplift this morning at breakfast. No! What? You okay. didn't, no, uh, Jamie. Just... Mrs. Fernwald. I sure wouldn't want her to get wind of this. Yeah, good thinking. Oh, honey, we're not back in an hour. Put a file into Vicky's birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ted says, look, I must have programmed Vicky with the whole shoplifting article I read. I'm like, no, he didn't. It was what Jamie had meant. Well, granted, I mean, she did have the words of shoplifting, you know, kids shoplifting is a $2 billion a year crime or whatever. So she kind of latched onto that. But Jamie exactly didn't help by saying, oh, I really want to get mom this diamond studded watch for her birthday. And that's all it took. Yeah, so, of course, Harriet lets us, like, oh, Vicky's really, really weird. She's weird stuff. And, of course, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Fernwell's as nosy as Harriet is. She's the old crook in her finger. Like, Come here, sit down on the couch and tell me more about how weird Vicky is. So here comes Joan. Oh, yeah, before Ted leaves, it's like, hey, look, if I'm not back in an hour with the kids, put a file in. Vicky's birthday cake, which how many cartoons have showed someone in jail and having a file and a cake or some baked good to help them, you know, file away the bars to be able to get out. Yeah. So let's see how well, what all does Harriet have on Vicky? Because you know how she likes to snoop in Jamie's window and that's where the cabinet is where Jane, for where Vicky sleeps. Like she sleeps in a cabinet and and this and that. She only ever wears one outfit. Yeah. Red flag, red flag. And what other kinds of weird things does Vicky do, Harriet? Well, sometimes she stands in the clothes cabinet. Talks like a robot. Robot? Well, Vicky just has a very vivid imagination, Mrs. Turnwald. She's a very special child. All day. Once I even saw her twist her hair all the way around like a corkscrew. <laughs> As you can see, Harriet has a pretty vivid imagination herself. <laughs> I can't twist my head all the way around, but I can turn my feet backwards. Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to see that. Okay, so we go to the... Oh, they're not in jail. Okay, I thought that he was going down to the jail. Like, they were... Like, Jamie's getting his one phone call. So Jamie is explaining to the store manager, I swear I have seen that man in something else. I will have to look him up. Um, yeah, he's saying how, look, he didn't steal, honest, all right? She just was putting it the thing back, the watch. And the guy does bring up a damn good question, the store manager. How could she put it back if she didn't steal it to begin with, which makes sense. Yeah, it's like, what the hell was she doing with it to begin with, that she had to put it back? I would have like, well, how, how, how did, why does Jamie not say, well, here's another question. Why was your cabinet unlocked? If you're about protecting this merchandise, that shit would be locked up tight. Where you would need a key to open it. When you have, when a customer wants to look at something, why did you not have someone manning that counter? They, it's just open. Anybody could just, I mean, it's not like it's behind a counter or anything. It's just a glass case in the middle of the room where anybody could peruse and try to break into it. But yeah, right before that, of course, uh, yeah, Harry Samuel, she's, uh, Vicky's weird. She sleeps in a cat. She's in a uh, a cabinet, and then she uh, talks like a robot. And luckily, Joan comes in at right the right time to say, "Well, Vicky has a vivid imagination, and you know Harriet also apparently has a very vivid imagination because Harriet says she saw Vicky's head spin around like a corkscrew." And then she says how, well, I can turn my feet backwards, which doesn't make any fucking sense because all she's doing is like turning her feet inward but anyway let's see when you're confronted jamie you should have answered a question with a question saying why was your cabinet unlocked why are you making it so easy for these kids to just come in and take stuff although he i mean he, he already knows that you know vicky's guilty of stealing this thing so 
But even still, so you turn it around and you start blaming the store owner, which, I mean, I, yeah. Brandon, no, that's not right either, but even still, it's like, well, turn it around on that guy and say, well, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why don't you have a security guard walking around in your your store to make sure this stuff... If shoplifting, kids shoplifting is on such a rise, you would have a security guard or you would be upping your uh, personnel, people working, making sure that stuff is locked up. Honest, mister. She wasn't stealing the watch. Honest, mister. She wasn't stealing the watch. She was putting it back. I've got a good question. How could she put it back if she didn't steal it in the first place? You're right. That is a good question. Well, here comes Ted. Here's my dad. <laughs> I hope he's got a good answer. Dad, meet the store detective. Hello. Just say she's a klepto. Look, Jamie told me about it on the phone, and I'm really very sorry. But I assure you that Vicky has never stolen anything before. And I've heard that before. All I know is that kids keep right on stealing. <laughs> if you're not careful, I'll steal the lint out of your belly button. Ew! <laughs> That's gross. Apparently he doesn't find that funny. This guy's wearing a three-piece suit. Who is this dude? Uh -huh. Guess it was my fault, Dad. We were looking at the watches when I said to Vicky I'd sure like to get that watch for Mom's birthday. So naturally, she went right ahead and stole it. <laughs> naturally. Look, look, maybe she took it, but then she put it back. Sir, my kids know that stealing is wrong. And if they want something, they have to work and pay for it. Why is she taking it again? You don't seem to realize. No, don't shit! She's putting it in Ted's pocket. Jamie, not now. He's gonna wind up in jail. That it's a terrible problem, and if it'll help out anything, I will buy the watch. It costs five hundred dollars on the installment plan. <laughs> you got layaway. You a down payment. I have got my wallet right here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Interesting. How you have the watch in your pockets? Can you explain how that watch got in your pocket? Yes. I have no idea. <laughs> yep. I have. Your daughter put it there, didn't she? I put it there. I'm beginning to get the picture, Lawson. You got these kids working for you. What? You're regular modern day Fagan. Fagan? Fagan. I blame it on the parents. They should lock them up and throw away the key. <laughs> no! Shut up, Vicky! Oh my god. Yeah, so he comes down to try to straighten shit out, and Vicky ends up taking the watch that was put back and goes and puts it in it. Dad's pocket. Like, yeah, no. So, yeah. And then he's like, look, I'll pay for the watch. And the guy's like, all right, that'll be $500. And he's like, all right, I got my um wallet here. And he pulls out the watch because that's what Vicky put that in his pocket. He's like, I'll uh, buy that in installment plans. So now the guy figures that Ted is a regular day fagging like Oliver Twist. And he's got kids working for him, stealing shit for him. Uh, and then, of course, again, <laughs> uh, repeating what Joan said during breakfast about, you know, parents should be locked up and the key should be thrown away. And shit. Like, oh my gosh. Ugh. I, I thought when Ted said, you know, I'll help you out or something like that or... Like, uh, oh gosh, I don't know. What could he, why didn't he suggest, like, because the guy's like, it's driving up prices, you know, these prices for all the stealing and stuff. It drives up, you know, probably every time they got to do a, a claim uh, lost merchandise, that probably drives up their prices even more to be able to have this insurance and stuff. I don't know. So then they got to charge even higher prices. So I don't understand why he couldn't, like, 
Like, I know my kid did wrong, but why do you... They had that cabinet unlocked. And like I said, it's in the middle of the department store. That should be locked up. And there should be, if that is a theft is such a big problem, they should be having people walking, workers walking around the store, doing checks, checking the merchandise, but keep those high-priced jewelry locked up with a key and then if someone wants to see it they have to go to a attendant to say i want to see that watch or that ring or that whatever so yeah i mean i'm not trying to fully blame the manager but i'm saying there are things that can be done steps that can be taken to be able to keep things from happening get a security guard you know all that stuff so I guess to kill time at this party of three, because the birthday girl isn't there, Mrs. Fernwald and Harriet are playing some weird clapping patty cake game, which is very weird. Um, this lady, I mean Mrs. Fernwald of the adoption agency, is very attached to the children that she, she always wants to check up on them, which is good. That's important. You know, you want to check up on the kids that you you know, let be adopted by people because you want to make sure that they're still there, that they're still, everything's hunky-dory, that they're fine, they're being fed, they have plenty of clothes, toys, getting an education, all that stuff. Yeah, even Joan's like, you know, Mrs. Fernwell, looks like they're not going to be back for a while. Do you think maybe you want to go home <laughs> since it looks like the party isn't going to happen? Oh, and after Joan took the time to put up those ugly green and yellow streamers and the balloons and everything. Joan even says she'll postpone the surprise party for another day, some other time, when Mrs. Fernwald can't make it, hopefully. <laughs> I know, right, Quinny? <laughs> Weird clapping. Uh, Mrs. Fernwald, it, it really looks like they might not be home for quite some time yet. Uh, why don't I just postpone the surprise party until another time? Well, like next year. <laughs> next year, when she's 12. Now, we wouldn't want the dear child to be disappointed, would we? That's right. And Vicky would be disappointed, too. <laughs> uh, sure. Who's at the door? Good. Let's hide. Oh, God. I got dibs on back with coach. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Well. Yeah, let me guess. There's a police officer at the door this time. Oh shit, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're gonna need another party hat here. Okay. Um, Mrs. Lawson? Yes. I've got a warrant to search your premises for stolen property. What? Stolen property? Ted, what is going on? Honey, it's all a big mistake. I tried to tell him that Vicky is not a shoplifter, and I taught her everything she knows. He's a modern day pagan. Uh, sir, sir, let me introduce myself. My name is Olivia Fernwald, and I am with the Department of Family Services, and I demand an explanation. Well, I'm Stanley Gordon, security officer at the department store, and I just caught Vicky here stealing a, an expensive diamond wristwatch. Well, I can't believe that. I always thought her eyes were too close together. Harriet, mm -hmm. I think you'd better go home. Yeah. Oh, crap. Mr. Gordon, I can assure you there is no need to search our house. You won't find anything. I've heard that one before. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you take Vicky around? Sure, Mom. Come on, baby face Lawson. Baby face Lawson. Okay. Okay. If Vicky's never done this before, why did she start now? Well, it's very simple. She overheard us discussing an article about children and shoplifting. That's the truth. And she must have innocently decided to give it a try. Uh, Mr. Gordon, may I say something? Why, of course. <laughs> you know, in my line of work, I see a lot of these cases. Now, I've known this child for a year now. And it seems to me Vicky does not need punishment. No. No, in most cases, these are isolated events that happen just once. If I'm any judge of character, she won't do it again. She's a wonderful child. Wonderful. <laughs> this 
isn't she? Wonderful. It always says exactly as she's told. You see? Why don't I walk you to the car and we can discuss this further? Or perhaps we could discuss it one evening over Dim Dim. Oh my gosh, there's a love connection between these two? Dim Dim. That would be nice, nice. Well, there we go. Case closed. Be right back to the party. Yeah, did I call that or what? Uh, uh, with that police officer showing up. So, of course, they want to search the premises to see if there's any other stolen goods at the Lawson house. Oh, my God. So, and she's... So, isolated incident. I like that Mrs. Firmwald goes to bat for, for Vicky. Like, this girl, I've known her for a year now, and she's never done anything like this. She's a wonderful child. And, of course, Joan tells Harry, you might want to go home, okay? This does not concern you. Can you please leave? And, of course, Harry's like, oh, me and my mom are going to tell the whole neighborhood. They'll know about this in, the, like, within an hour. Like, of course they will. So, apparently this is a love connection between... The, I already forgot this man's name, but, uh, and Mrs. Fernwald, uh, apparently they are both unattached. They don't have spouses and it's a love connection when the two eyes meet. I swear. It's like, oh my gosh, it's weird. <laughs> and apparently the, the guy, Mr. Something or other at the jewelry store says he's a security officer. I'm like, if that was the case, cause you saw him kind of perusing around when Vicky and Jamie were there. Why aren't you locking up that cabinet? Oh my gosh. And they make it sound like this ring of thefts is like constantly happening at this particular place. So, and the guy's like, well, if Vicky hasn't done this, you know, ever before, then why is she starting now? And apparently they're like, look, we read an article about child shoplifting. Apparently she wanted to try it once, get it out of her system. So... Uh, and apparently, case closed because the security officer, Mr. Whatchamacallit, found love with Mrs. Firmwald and they're going to go have happy times over dinner or whatever. So he's like, all right, the case is messed. Don't worry, officer, you can leave now. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, Mrs. Firmwald pretty much saved their asses from, you know, Vicky having a record, uh, Ted going to jail, <laughs> any, any of them being prosecuted or their home being searched and stuff. So you're not going to find anything. And Vicky says, yeah, he always says that. Like, oh, boy. But lucky, uh, yeah. It worked out. So let's see what I have in the last couple minutes of the episode. This is probably pretty much it. Are they going to have a birthday party for Vicky? Well, it's not really her birthday. She isn't going to even know why those streamers and balloons are even up there anyway. So, like, meh. She's 11. She's been with us for over a year. That's celebration enough. We don't need to get her a cake or gifts. I hope they, he bought her a dress. I want to see what the dress looks like. And I want to see what Jamie got for himself. Thank heavens for Mrs. Fernwald. Yeah, really, she saved your ass. Yeah. Jamie, Vicky, you can come back in now. Honey, I am exhausted. What a day. You still have to go through the Vicky's birthday party, though. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What happened, Dad? Well, everything's okay. We're off the hook. They don't necessarily have to go through with the birthday party. The big house. <laughs> I don't know. Stripes could make you look a lot taller. <laughs> Are they making it Vicky, fun of his height? celebrate your very first birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Vicky. Happy birthday, Mom. Aww. Oh, for heaven's sake! I thought you left it at the store! Stanley! Oh, Stan's guy's name's Stanley. The officer's Stanley. Okay, and that was the episode. Okay, cool. So, yeah, she's like, all right, happy birthday, Vicky. And Joan gives her a hug. And. And then she, <laughs> Vicky turns to Joan and says, happy birthday, mom, and pulls out that watch. I, seriously, oh, that guy, that Stanley guy, he's not doing his job. That thing should have been under lock and key. I've said it like five times now, but it's true. That guy better be taking some serious measures to make sure. 
I mean, that department store didn't even look like it had anything for children, or at least the section that we saw was mainly, it looked like a women's section with hats and purses and jewelry, and no kids are going to be into that stuff. The only reason those kids are stealing that stuff is because they can go take it to pawn shops and get money for it. Yeah. So that was the episode. I thought it was good. Uh, it pretty much just... Uh, Stuck to the, you know, like I said, the synopsis pretty much said, uh, <laughs> Vicky shoplifts, said nothing about a birthday party. So I was not, uh, I was surprised. Like, oh, a birthday party? Okay. All right. So let's go to the first episode of the new year. I'll be letting you know what I'm going to be doing. It is episode, oh, God. Season 2, episode 13, December 6, 1986, Neighborhood Watch. After being burglarized while Vicky's home, while, while Vicky is home, and they're at a restaurant, the Lawsons join the Neighborhood Watch. This has got an 8.0 out of 10. Okay, cool. Do we got to see the Brindles? Okay, it looks like we just see Brandon. We don't see Bonnie, which... Do we even see here? Okay, Harriet supposedly is in this episode, so. Yeah, that'll be in January. We also have someone named Bruce Morgan who plays Meter Man. We have Norman Alden as Doyle. He's probably going to be one of the robbers. Someone named Joan Roberts as Egan, so I don't know. Maybe that could, maybe it's a husband-wife robbing duo would be my guess, so. I can stand Brandon. I cannot stand Bonnie. So if we have a Bonnie-free episode next for January, hallelujah. <laughs> I, 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 I've taken about as much as I can of Bonnie. I mean, that was, what was the last episode she was even in? You Was it You Gotta Have Heart? Yeah, it was that episode. Oh, good golly. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed covering it for the podcast as I do each and every episode. It was a fun time. Oh, I want to see who that man was who played the uh, I'm a security officer, I guess. Mr. Gordon George Murdoch. He looks like he's got a familiar face. Oh, oh! If you've seen Orange County from 2002, he played Bob, who Catherine... Um, the heck is her name? Catherine O'Hara, who played Kevin McAllister's mother um, in Home Alone and Home Alone 2. She was in Orange County. Bob was the man in the wheelchair. The old senior citizen who's loaded with money that she's married to for the money. Uh, this guy's been in a lot of stuff. I didn't even know that. Like, I mean, that's 2002 from 1986. What else has this dude been in? I mean, he looks like something else. What, um, who's eh, not a soap opera called? What a Seinfeld, really? Tesco, Testicov? I can't pronounce that to save my ass. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Night Court, that's another one. Uh, looks like it's just one episode of Small Wonder, Chips, Dukes of Hazard. Just so many, so many, so many. Oh, he was on Little Ho Jeremy Stokes. Jeremy Stokes? Okay, I've seen pretty much every episode of Little House on the Prairie. Let me, uh, let me see here. Little House. I thought it's like, the guy looked like he probably could have been in a, in a uh, Little House episode. I'm like, that guy looks like he was in a Little House episode. Let me see if I can find it here. 74. This guy's been in 202 credits. Holy Jesus. That's a lot. 70. Seriously. Where is he in Little House on the Prairie? Good golly. He's been in the bill. Here we go. Here we go. 77. Inch. Oh. Oh. He played the grandfather. Uh, Season 3, episode 15, Engine Kid. Yeah, he was the, whose um, daughter had uh illegitimate son and he was the one who really was like that's not my grandson i don't share blood with that boy kind of racist attitude so oh, i i knew that guy looked familiar from something and i thought in the back of my mind like could it have been a little house maybe but 
Alright guys, I will be back next month, the first of the year, January 2022, with the second half of Season 2 of Small Wonder, so I look forward to that. Alright everyone, have a great rest of December, and I'll see you in the, in the new year. Actually, uh, before I go, sorry about that, there's some comments on the YouTube episode of this episode. Let's see. Absolutely true. The bad behavior of kids is a parent's fault, not society or school, but way too many parents blame everything else for their kids' bad behavior. <laughs> exactly. And it's the same with TV. If a kid is watching a show that has bad stuff and it, parents complain about the show when it's the parent's fault who's letting their kids watch the show. Yeah. It's it's because the kids know they can get away with anything as the parents are no longer allowed to punish their kids when they do something bad. Um, oh, damn. Okay, um, that's, yikes. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I cannot tell why Vicky can be annoying. Love the lady's hat. I love her outfit, too. Someone said I actually wanted to see a birthday party. Well, I did, too, but where are you going to find a bunch of kids to pretend to be Vicky's friend? I mean, Harriet was there, but... Okay, 7.02. Only reason they have alarm activators now. Yeah, exactly. Vicky acted like Echo the, from Great Mythology in the department store just before she swiped the watch. <laughs> I love how that lady in the hat stands out in defense for Vicky. She's such a determined. <laughs> this show is a perfect example of the best childhood ever. Loved the show as a kid. Getting dressed to go to school in the mornings was the best. Granted, this was basically, it seemed like a Saturday morning because everyone was around. I mean, Jamie was in a hurry to go to school. But I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a show other than this where a kid is eating cantaloupe for breakfast out of a bowl over like cereal and I, I don't think that's the first time we've seen Jamie eat cantaloupe out of I think it was cantaloupe unless it was an orange but who's eating an orange in a bowl I don't know <laughs> all right <laughs> see you in January 2022 bye bye everyone